Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. Presented by Advance Iowa, leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. When the pandemic shutdown started 22 months ago, among the hardest hit segments of the economy was the hospitality industry. Restaurants were forced to close, as were hotels. Folks did not take business trips or family vacations. And while this state remains far more open than some areas of the country, those industries in Iowa are still recovering. As a result, a new trade organization has been formed to help the recovery. You may know Jessica Dunker as the president and CEO of the Iowa Restaurant Association. She now holds those same roles with the new Iowa Hotel and Lodging Association. We discussed the new group and the Iowa hospitality industry in general in the 109th edition of our program, which aired during the final weekend of January 2022. The hotel and lodging industry in Iowa did have an association, but when COVID came around, they just were not able to sustain that trade association. And because there are so many restaurants and bars located in hotels across the state, members of the Iowa Restaurant Association asked us to look at the possibility of starting something new back up. A lot of states will do hotels and lodging establishments included in their restaurant association. We've actually opted not to do that because while there are a lot of crossover issues, we really felt like both industries need a dedicated association advancing their legislative and regulatory agendas. And then that way, if there are issues of common interest, they can work together and arguably have greater strength from the wider membership. Absolutely. And, you know, there are a lot of times that that will be the case where we will have shared food and beverage in particular types of shared agenda items. Hotel and lodging properties have their own sets of needs and issues and unique uh, situations that they dealt with during covid that they are still trying to get some recovery from. So they really needed their own dedicated group of people who are focused on their industry. How long do you think this organization that has just been founded is going to live within the Restaurant Association, or is that just to be determined depending on how the economy and the pandemic goes? So at this point, it's going to be a managed separate association from the Iowa Restaurant Association. As we grow membership and we grow political clout and as we look at our needs, we fully expect that this association will potentially remain managed by us, but take on a staff of its own. But right now it is young and really needed people that understood all of the processes and quite honestly that we can share services. So at this point, we have our lobbyists working for both organizations. We have the infrastructure working for both organizations and our success goes hand in hand. When you talk about how a rising tide sails all ships, at the end of the day, food, beverage, eat, play, stay, drink, it's all about tourism and it's all about how do we take care of consumers who are either wanting to come and spend leisure time in our communities or business travelers who are coming to our communities, but they all need someplace to eat and enjoy a beverage and sleep. And so 
our success goes hand in hand. It was quite a natural fit. And quite obviously, if you have a vibrant tourism industry, quote unquote, that is going to impact not only local communities because of the wages employees are able to garner, but also the money that all these tourists spend in a variety of other ways. We don't really realize, many of us who don't work in it like you do, the exponential impact of tourism on a city. Well, one of the things that we find to be interesting is that every dollar that's spent in the restaurant industry, for example, when it comes to wages and and such, nets more than a dollar into other parts of the community because our employees also go out and they spend in the community. But think about our, our retail, the retail impact. If the hotel and restaurant industry is not doing well in a community, the far-reaching retail impact that that has as well. We really all work hand-in-hand to support Iowa's communities. Iowa's hotel scene is made up of, yes, there are hotel groups and national brands that you recognize, but like the restaurant industry, they are owned and operated by Iowans. And so really, this association, just like the restaurant association, is one that's supporting Iowa business owners and people who live next door to you in your community. And so we just really want to see everybody be successful again. And, you know, there is a lot of recovery to be had in in the hotel industry right now as well. And that's sort of where I want to take it next, if we can. What shape, shall we say, is Iowa's hotel and lodging industry right now? Literally the end of January, almost two years into an unexpected pandemic. The hotel industry in Iowa specifically had an estimated loss of about $420 million just in room revenue. And when I say just in room revenue, that ancillary impact on meetings coming in or conventions that are being held, the food and beverage operations, that's not even taken into account when you look at that $420 million. We still have not recovered in the hotel industry 2,000 of the pre-pandemic jobs that people had. I mean, we just still don't have those people back in place. And so while rooms are starting to be booked again, we still need to see that meeting business come back. We still need to see those um, event spaces being filled. So we're on the road to recovery, but it's going to be just like all of hospitality, a multi-year process to get us back to where we were in 2019. I have seen it written in many places that there is a discussion, I don't want to say a concern, but a discussion about the future of the meeting industry because so many of us would travel, whether it was a great distance or a short distance. You and I are connected via Zoom. The world is now connected via Zoom. That is really changing that portion of the industry. Is there a sense, or is it too soon to know a trend, is there a sense that there may be recovery, but it may take a little longer than some had hoped? Well, it's interesting that you would ask that question because the American Hotel Lodging Association just put out their travel readiness report. And one of the things that we're seeing is an evolution in the hotel industry, much like every other sector of hospitality. And it's the formation of what they call the leisure traveler, which is the blended business and leisure traveler, where yes, you might still come to a meeting, But things like technology access are so much more important now, because even if you travel to the meeting, a portion of that might still be um, virtual or in Zoom. So seeing that not just blended day-to-day work life, but that blended hotel stay so that you're adding a few days so you can get away with your family, because we'd all like to get out of our houses, 
with COVID, but looking at how the hotel industry can accommodate the leisure industry. So some new words we're going to be learning as we move forward into 2022 and beyond. I've done that before where I would go to a, a work event and then add a couple of days on the other end. I didn't know there was a word for it, but now there is. Let's pivot then finally to talk about the business that you've been associated with so long, and that is the restaurant industry. Sure. So, so strongly adversely affected by the start of the pandemic because of mandates and understandable, but now you're to a point where things are more open, but we have this workforce issue as well. Uh, give us a state of the industry as we end January of 2022. You know, it's interesting. And if you would have talked to me last November, I would have said, boy, I think brighter days are ahead. But our latest study, which was just released this month, is that Iowa operators, 62% of them feel like business today is not as good as it was three months ago. And there are two really big factors contributing to that. One is workforce and the other is supply chain. Supply chain, in our opinion, is actually almost all a workforce-related issue as well. There aren't people to drive the trucks. There aren't people to package the meat. And uh, we're, we're having a hard time getting access to the things that we need. As a result, we have higher wages than we've ever had in our industry. And we have higher cost of goods than we've ever had in our industry. And we have higher prices to consumers than we've had in our industry. And yet our profitability does not reflect those increased prices. It's simply in response to increasing costs that we're having to bear as an industry. So it's a tenuous time. We are anxious as the state of Iowa. You know, there was a program called the Restaurant Revitalization Fund, and it was a federal program that 2,600 Iowa restaurants applied for and qualified for. And we're expecting that these grant funds would come in and help them address some of the debt that they had built up, some of the issues that they had had to deal with, and then to position themselves well in times like this. And that funding ran out and only 850 restaurants received that federal money. And that's true across the country. And so one of the things that we're really pushing for and hoping for is that the federal government will keep the promise they made to our industry. They recognized that we had been hurt at a level that most industries hadn't been. And they set aside some money to help those restaurants recover, and then they underfunded it. So we're like hurricane victims that we're told that one third of people gets to have a new house, but the rest of you can live in a stick hut on the beach. And that's really where our restaurant industry is right now. So we're hopeful that some February funding efforts at the federal level will get that restaurant revitalization fund fully funded, not for new applicants, but people already qualified and promised aid. And again, just simply to honor the commitment that was made and that people acted upon in good faith. Yep. You know, a promise made as needs to be a promise kept. People went in, they did everything they were supposed to. They did it by the deadline. They qualified for the money and they simply, the government just underfunded it. And it's frustrating. It's hard to be us because you hear about some of the unused COVID relief money and people having a lot of ideas about things that that could be diverted to or used in different ways. Well, here's a program that Everyone agreed was a great idea. It was created. People applied for it. People expected to be helped by it. And quite honestly, it ran out of money. And rather than just fulfilling that promise and fully funding it, we're left lingering yet again. One more time. Here we are again, left lingering. And, you know, Iowa has been fortunate. The state of Iowa, the agency stretched to their legislative limits. The governor was very supportive in trying to get us open and keep us operating. 
We had our restrictions lifted sooner than a lot of other folks. And so the state of Iowa has done what they can do. It's now time for the federal government to do what they said they would do and fully fund the folks that are hanging in the balance. That would bring $245 million of relief into Iowa's restaurant industry. And it would be used to pay landlords, pay debts, and to um, position us to move forward into 2023 and beyond. Both Iowa's hotel and restaurant industries really will benefit if Iowa consumers continue to support us. And so I would encourage people to take that weekend to go stay in one of Iowa's hotels, eat in a restaurant, go swim in an indoor pool, have a little staycation here in the great state of Iowa, enjoy one of the tourism sites that were also shut down and were hurting. And, you know, Iowans have really rallied to the cause of caring about Iowa businesses and just stay vigilant. We still need you. We still need you. And so we'd love it if you'd come out and see us all. Jessica Dunker, president and CEO of the Iowa Restaurant Association and the new Iowa Hotel and Lodging Association. We connected via Zoom on Wednesday, January 26th. The Iowa Business Report, radio program and podcast is presented by Advance Iowa, leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. More at AdvanceIowa.com. Support for the Iowa Business Report also comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. IowaBusinessCouncil.org. The Iowa Business Report airs on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa with podcasts posted right here, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.